Hello and welcome back to White Hot Glory, the podcast where you can come to learn how to be white hot for God's glory in these cold, dark end of days. Today we will be on the subject of horoscopes and consulting mediums or psychics and why Christians should have absolutely nothing to do with this kind of stuff. There's a reason that it's called the dark arts. We are called to be children of God, which means we are to have nothing to do with the dark other than to expose it and shine light on it. So that is why I am um, doing what I'm doing today. My pastor took a, a good chunk of his time out to sit down with me this week and go over some things, and he actually gave me some really great insight on um, things that I did not see. So it's always good to go to the elders of the church and and get some different perspective, especially if they've been a Christian, you know, for 35, 45 years. They always have some knowledge and wisdom to glean from. So um, thank you, Pastor Ed, and I look forward to being able to give you guys a very in-depth look on this. I will also be addressing this closer to Halloween, so um, we'll go in more depth there, but I'm also going to give you a little bit of an insight. You know, I don't want to, I don't want you guys to think that I am sinless or blameless in this topic. Before I gave my life to Jesus Christ, I did have um, my my palm read, unfortunately, and it was an accident. Um, I'll explain when we get back. So thank you for listening, and please come back for some more information on this dark subject. You want to be white hot, lights, not darkness. God bless you guys. Welcome back. You guys have heard me say, you must be born again. These are not my words. These are Jesus's words. You must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. And to be born again means that you have accepted Christ as your savior, that you have been washed clean of all of your prior sins. Now check this out. Leviticus 19.31 says, Do not turn to psychics or mediums to get help. That will make you unclean. I am the Lord your God. Boom. Right there. You go from washed white as snow back to unclean if you go to psychics or mediums for help. Think about this. Who made those psychics and mediums? God made everybody in the world. Why would you go to them before going to God? Um, in church this upcoming Sunday, we're going to be going into First Samuel chapter 28. And so um, I've been wanting to cover this topic for a while now. And I was just waiting and waiting on the Lord and his timing on this and so we went through 1 Samuel 27 last week in church, and when I 
glanced into chapter 28, I immediately saw Saul consults a medium and I went, oh, perfect. Thank you, Lord, for this timing. Now I can sit down and and, um, glean from my pastor and see what he has to say about this chapter. For those of you who don't know, um, King Saul was the king before David, the very famous King David, the man after his, of God's own heart. And um, Saul is trying to inquire of God about what is to come. And the Lord has been silent because Saul has pretty much just closed his heart to um, the things of the Lord. He is not repentant and his unrepentant state of heart and his regard for iniquity is what has closed him off to hearing from the Lord. When you are running around in your sin and you don't have a desire to repent or or any state of brokenness and you're asking God for things, God's going to, like the Bible says, cover himself with cloud and not hear your prayers. He will turn a deaf ear to your prayers. When I was in my sin, running around, not understanding why anything wasn't going my way, when I finally got broken, when I finally went, you know what, Lord, I surrender. Please show me how to do things because I obviously don't know how to do them. That's when the Lord started answering me and showing me. So um, back then, there were these two stones called Urim and Thummim, and the priests would have them in a bag called an ifad, and there was a white stone and a black stone, and they think that, and the stones felt the same, and when the priest would pull out the white stone, they thought it meant yes, and the black stone, they thought it meant no. They're not quite sure, but for some reason, Saul asked God to give him dreams. He asked God to answer him through the Urim and Thummim. Um, The prophets couldn't give him an answer, and so he gets desperate, and so he goes and consults a medium, and a medium is like a psychic, somebody who, who brings up the dead and consults with that spirit. Well, one of the things that my pastor said that was just completely fascinating to me was that in First Samuel 28 verse 9, the woman, the medium says to Saul, look, you know what Saul has done, how he has cut off the mediums and the spirit is from the land. Why then do you lay a snare for my life to cause me to die? And the Greek word used for the, the spiritus and mediums the spirits actually translate to ventriloquists, which I think is fascinating because a ventriloquist is somebody who is like a a speaker for a puppet. And my whole entire life, ventriloquist dummies have just made, just given me the creeps ever since I can remember. It probably started with that, that Goosebumps book series, but, um, I just thought that was fascinating because it's it's this false front. Puppets are a false front and it's an illusion where the voice comes from something else 
and I just, I think that's very interesting. Um, <clears throat> now, Saul had, had first cast out all of this evil stuff. He became king and he said, you know, mediums and spirits and psychics and fortune tellers, you need to be banned from this area and, and you should be put to death if you are caught doing these things in my kingdom. But the thing is, he banned it physically, but King Saul still had this in his heart. So he was not, he did not remove it from his heart. And it's so important, you guys, to take note of this. You can get rid of things physically, but if it is still in your heart, if you haven't asked the Lord to cleanse your heart from these thoughts and these urges and these things, that's where sin comes from. It takes root in your heart. So please <clears throat> do not just get rid of these things physically, but get rid of them spiritually in your heart. Ask the Lord to cleanse and renew your mind. <clears throat> just like the verse in, um, I think it's Romans 12, 2. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, um, let's go back up a little bit. Yeah, Romans 12, 2. And do not imitate this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and you shall distinguish what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Um, now, horoscopes. Jeremiah 10, 10.2 says, This is what the Lord says. Do not act like other nations who try to read their future in the stars. Do not be afraid of their predictions, even though other nations are terrified by them. Now, horoscopes are in the newspapers. Horoscopes are all over the place. I hear Christians talk about their star signs, and I just, I go, oh, because I used to do the same thing. And Christians, born-again Christians, should have absolutely nothing to do with these things. Narrow is the gate. The whole rest of the world talks about their, their horoscopes and their star signs. And that should be a clue that we should have absolutely nothing to do with this. Narrow is the gate. Narrow is the way to the kingdom of God. I always want you to ask yourself this question. Is everybody else doing it? What does the Bible say about it? If you can ask yourself those two questions about things that you do, you will absolutely strive and enter by the narrow gate. I don't, I didn't want to get into this, but I will right now. The Black Lives Matter movement, absolutely Black Lives Matter. We are all God's children. But if you look at all of the people that are jumping on this bandwagon right now, and if you look at the founding principles of this movement, it is not biblical. God for God so loved the world, the whole world and everybody in it. 
God created man and out of every single person on this earth, all blood can be traced back to Adam. So please, before you hop on a bandwagon, dig into the founding principles of a movement and then compare it to the Bible. And you will see whether it is of Satan trying to cause division or of the Lord. Anyway, back to this. Um, Zach Poonin says, The Christian life is a battle against Satan. And that is exactly what this is. Um, let me give you a quick little rundown on how I accidentally got my palm read and my fortune told. Um, I had just gotten out of jail, my, my second time in jail, and I was staying with my uncle, who at the time was married to a Buddhist. And he had gone to bed, and I was very tired. I was sleeping on the couch, just waiting to get into a program. And his wife comes over to me, and, and she says, Brianne, Brianne, wake up. And so I open my eyes, and I go... Um, yes, and she goes, she had had, um, some friends from Vietnam in town. She was Vietnamese herself, and she had had them all sitting around the kitchen table. She goes, come to the kitchen. My friends want to meet you and, and, and help you. And so I figured, okay, well, I need all the help I can get. So I go into the kitchen and her friends are all sitting around the table and, um, the the eldest woman they my aunt called her a wise woman she said this woman's very wise she she helps people in my village back home um i'm going to i'm going to ask the doctor to translate for you and and i said can we just please do this um another time maybe tomorrow cuz i'm really tired and she goes no no your uncle will be mad because my uncle is a Christian man. He serves in the church. He's very involved. But I didn't I didn't know what this was. I just thought these old these women wanted to talk to me. So she says, "No, your uncle will be mad. I will I will um we we must do it now." So I said, "Okay, whatever." So they had me sit next to this old wise woman. And the doctor translated because this woman did not speak English. And so they handed me a piece of paper and, and the old woman mumbled something and I looked to the doctor for translation and she said, you must write your name on this piece of paper. And I said, okay, this is weird. Now I had never, I had never had anything to do with any fortune telling or anything of this sort before. I didn't know what the Bible said about it. Um, I don't ever remember the Bible actually being opened in my home and read from with us kids. I know the adults did it sometime, but sometimes, but guys, please read your Bible to your children. Tell your children what the Bible says. Anyway, so I signed my name on this piece of paper and the the old wise woman said, you must change your name, change your, the way you sign your name, or you're going to end up going back to the beginning over and over again. And I went, okay, 
can you show me how to do this? Because I'm really tired. I just want to go back to bed. So they showed me how to change my signature. And then they said, um, she said, let me see your hand. And then I realized, oh, this lady is like a fortune teller, a palm reader, whatever. And I didn't think anything of it. I was like this, I don't believe in this stuff. This stuff is just, you know, nonsense. So I just gave her my hand just so that I could go along with things and then go right back to bed. Well, she looked at my hand and went and said something. And I looked at the doctor and the doctor said, uh, this, this black spot you have on your hand. And I said, yes. What about it? She goes, um, the wise woman says that it appeared overnight eight months ago or nine months ago. I can't remember. And that got my attention because exactly at that point in time, I remember waking up and washing my hands and looking at my hand and saying, that wasn't there the night before. How weird. And so this old lady, when she told me that, that got my attention. And then I started to get a little bit scared. Anyway, um, there was more to it. There was, um, she, she did tell me some things that were to come true. And I laughed at her and I said, lady, that there's no way. Well, <clears throat> it, it did. And... I I do not want you guys to do this. I am very grateful that I didn't come to Christ until after this so that that sin could be wiped clean from my life. <clears throat> because now that I am aware of the demonic realm and the demonic power and the evil spirits that must come into play for that kind of thing to happen, it sends chills down my spine at this point. Because I have seen evil. I can recognize it now. I didn't recognize it before because I was neck deep in it. And I believe that the reason that this woman was able to tell me what was to come was because I was completely under Satan's influence at that time. And Satan knew what I was going to do. So if you are consulting a medium, an evil spirit, that means that you are, you still have those lingering darknesses around you, influencing you. So please keep that in mind. Now, it's come to my attention in, in the last um, couple months that Bethel Church has these things called destiny cards. And they are 
very similar to tarot cards. And, um, I used to love listening to Bill Johnson's teachings at Bethel. And I, I don't anymore because of this kind of thing. And <clears throat> they say that that destiny cards are different and they're more powerful than tarot cards. But that phrase, they are more powerful than tarot cards. That means they are giving power and credit to tarot cards. I'm sorry, The let me find the quote for you. They said that they are more powerful than most tarot cards. Um, and I just was, there was such a check in my spirit. It, it just amazed me. Um, let me find it, let me find it. Yeah, it's crazy. Sacred Destiny cards... it's this is this is evil you guys this is when you mix the world with the church it it doesn't mix it does not the enemy will make it look gray to make it seem okay but it is not it is not okay christian tarot cards which is so oxymoronic Alrighty, here we go. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, I'm not finding the quote, and I don't want to hang, make you guys hang out here any longer. But yesterday I was looking it up, and it said that um, that Bethel Church believed that their their destiny cards were more powerful than most tarot cards. So that means that they believe that there are more powerful tarot cards than their destiny cards and there is no one more powerful than our god the one true living god of israel we are we are not to have any anything to do with the world to be friends with the world is to be enemies with god that is what the bible says period this is a demonic it's tapping into the demonic realm. This is a demonic thing. 1 Corinthians 10.21 says, You cannot drink the Lord's cup and the cup of demons. You cannot participate at the table of the Lord and at the table of demons. You cannot be on the fence. It is one way or the other way. You are hot or you are cold. Period. You either are either going to heaven or hell. Period. And that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. Another thing that my pastor showed me that was incredibly interesting um, goes from Acts 16. Acts 16 to 19. Okay, Acts 16 through 19 says, One day as we were going down to the place of prayer, I actually don't like this translation. Let me find it in my Bible. Sorry, guys. Acts 16. You guys are so patient. God bless you guys for hanging in there with me. Uh Okay, here we go. 
Acts 16, this is the New King James Version. Now it happened, as we went to prayer, that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to us a way of salvation. And she did this for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned to her and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. Um, they ended up going to the prison and put in the stocks for driving out evil spirits. So please remember that when you are doing things for the name of the Lord, maybe the Lord has given you a gift of driving out unclean spirits. I've seen it happen. I have, I have been in the vicinity of a girl who was absolutely possessed to the point of, of foaming at the mouth and these are things I will never forget. This is absolutely a real thing. People do not want to acknowledge this kind of evil. And that's another trick of Satan. He wants you to think, oh, they're crazy or they're, you know, they're just very mentally ill. Well, most mental illness is due to demonic oppression, demonic possession, even. Um, and people in America just, just can't seem to handle that concept. If you go anywhere else in the world, they will say, ooh, she has an evil spirit. But for us here, that offends people and they don't want to hear the truth. So please do not be afraid to acknowledge evil for evil. Satan wants you to, to not offend people or not even go there in your thoughts because it's just an uncomfortable thing for people these days. But it it, it is real. The The spiritual realm is more real than you or I right this very moment because these evil forces and spirits have existed since the beginning of time. However, they will not win. We all know the story. If you've read the beginning of the Bible from beginning to end and the book of Revelation, we know that all of these things will be cast into the fire, the lake of fire, and God will have victory. So, now, the, the verse that I want to point out to you is this. I asked my pastor, I said, you know, she's, this girl is claiming that these men know the way to God. But I thought she was an evil spirit. And he said, she says they know a, a way to God, not the way to God. And there's such deception in just that one small word. Satan wants the world to think that all roads lead to God and that everybody will get to God at, at some point. And that's not a full deception. Everybody absolutely does go to God one day after they die. Or if there is a rapture. But after you get to God after you have been judged and declared worthy of heaven or hell. Then you go one way or the other. You go to heaven or you go to hell. And by cleansing yourself of this 
horoscope, medium, fortune telling, palm reading, tarot card, destiny card, stuff. You are striving for that narrow gate. You are cleansing yourself from knowing sin and partaking of the things of the world. And not just the world, but Satan himself. We are to keep from all appearance of evil. And I, I, I do not want to discredit Bill Johnson's teaching at, on a grand scale because I did learn a lot of things um, and I, I don't believe I would have gotten to the point in my Christian walk without some of the things that he said. However, if I was not reading my word, if I was not rooted in the word of God and in my Bible often, daily, hours a day, I would not have caught the holes in his teaching. And the holes in his teaching have carried out into the ministry on a mass scale. And now there are things like these destiny cards being allowed and encouraged in that church. And it breaks my heart. And I'm sure it breaks God's heart. So please do not have anything to do with these things. You are a child of God. And and I hope and pray that just like Todd White, that Bill Johnson will um, allow God to prune that. And that that he will come to come to repentance in that. I don't I don't think he would ever do that on purpose. But a lot of the things that we do as Christians and as leaders, we don't ever well, most don't ever lead people astray on purpose. You know, we're all learning. We're all growing. It is a Christian walk. We don't finish taking those steps until we are dead. Which is why we always must be asking the Lord, is this right? What does your word say? And we all make mistakes. We all fall down. We all fall short. So if you have fallen short in this way, if you have been led astray, don't, don't condemn yourself. Don't feel shame. That's of that's Satan. Just tell the Lord and yourself, purpose in your heart, just like Daniel. Daniel purposed in his heart to follow the Lord and to do things his way. And the Lord honored Daniel for these things. So purpose in your heart today to absolutely abstain and and turn your back on all things that open up the satanic demonic realm. Sage burning is something that the Wiccans, the occult, do. Get out your anointing oil. Anoint the doorpost. Just like the Lord asks us to in the Bible. Anoint ourselves with oil. And pray pray around your home. 
you don't need to burn sage. That's something that, that people who look to the spirits do instead of looking to God. And there are a lot of things that I haven't covered here. Like I said, I will cover closer to Halloween. Please do not do these things. Please have, have no friendship with this kind of stuff. The magic eight ball, the Ouija board, it it doesn't, doesn't point you to the Lord. And if it doesn't point you to the Lord, it points you to the enemy. It's very black and white. Very black and white. So I thank you so much for joining me this morning and... Um, Let me say a prayer. Lord Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit, I pray for my brothers and sisters. I thank you for my testimony that you have shown me how things were one way, how things are now anew, how you make things new, how you wipe sins clean, how you shine light in darkness, how you cleanse and renew if we just ask you. You are so faithful to come alongside when we ask you for wisdom and knowledge, and you are worthy to be asked first and foremost. There is no power on earth that is greater than you. You have given and allowed all power And it all goes back to you, Father. So I ask in Jesus' name for a a renewing and a cleansing and a completely new purpose in my heart, my brothers, my sisters' hearts, Lord, to forsake and shun all things of the enemy. I thank you for your forgiveness, for us, if we have sought anything outside of your counsel, outside of your word, outside of your your will for us. And Lord, I know that a lot of the times people look to to mediums and psychics because they want to know what's next. They want to know where their future is. But Father, I ask that the next time they want that, they have that heart, that thought in their mind or soul that you you check them and you remind them to go to your word because that is where you speak. And I thank you for all the times that I have gone to my word and that you have shown me my next step. Your word is the lamp. Your word is the light. Your word is the truth. And I pray for that reminder, a lightning bolt reminder for myself and my brothers and sisters. Please Father, remind us to pray and speak to you. Go to you. Your way is always better. Your way is higher. And you are always good. And I pray for the obedience of my brothers and sisters to do what it is that you are calling them to do. And I pray against the voices of the demonic realm, Lord, any influence that is not yours, Father, I pray that you will close my brothers and sisters' ears to those things. I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your cleansing. 
I thank you for showing us good versus evil. And I pray for open eyes and open ears and open hearts and open minds to all things of you, Lord, for my brothers and sisters, that you will give them checks in their spirit when they are about to do anything or when they are entertaining a thought of doing something that will not bring you glory or honor. I thank you for answering this prayer and for all the ways that you're going to work in my brothers' and sisters' lives here on out and mine. I learn as I go and, and I thank you for that. Thank you for our minds. Thank you for the fact that you can cleanse and renew them and change them. Just like our hearts, you, you change and you cleanse and you renew and it blows my mind. Thank you, Father. Thank you for cleaning us up over and over. You're so kind and gracious. And I ask all of this in Jesus' name because there's no other who can save and cleanse and renew and change like him. Amen. Okay, guys, thank you so much again for tuning in and be blessed. Be blessed by the Lord. Be blessed by his word. Don't seek Satan. Seek all things of the Lord, all things biblical.